first episode you've listened to, then doubly welcome, because it's literally welcoming you for the first time. I don't know, is that a difference from just welcoming you back? Yes, welcome versus welcome back. I guess I should have said welcome back to MBSing, if I wanted to clarify that you had already listened to other episodes. Now that that's out of the way and terrible and wordy, um, if you hear anything in the background... It's because I'm recording this in the IO box office, because it's my last intern shift, and I figured I'd go for broke. Uh, so there are classes going on downstairs in the theater next to me, and upstairs in the theater above me, and if the phone rings, I'm going to have to answer it. So this is very on the sly, you guys. Um, this is my last internship because today is my last class at I.O. of the level 5B, which is the final level, at the I.O. Theater in Chicago. Um, I'm feeling pretty, I don't know, uh, just a lot of interesting emotions going on. I'm excited. Um, we have graduation classes coming up. Um, it's something that is a big part of the community, it's saying the phrase 5B shows just, um... Everyone knows exactly what you mean, at least everyone who's been a part of the community for a little while. Um, it's the culmination of your time here. You get an eight-week run. It's pretty much, you know, it's not very often that uh, you get an eight-week run at I.O. every night of the week. Um, and they... Sorry, there's someone who just came in. Real surreptitious. Okay, they're going upstairs. Um, and they give it to every student who comes through the theater, so that's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. My class has been a lot of fun. My level's been a lot of fun. I've learned a ton. Um, that's, you know, kind of boring to say something so generically, but that's how I feel about it. I've had a great time. Um, met a lot of great people through it. Um, uh... Craig Euler, who's probably one of my favorite teachers I've had here, is currently teaching right next door to where I'm recording this. So, uh, if you hear his laugh, don't be surprised. Because um, he's a loud laugher, which I am too. I can totally relate to that. I've, if this is your fir- the first episode you've listened to, then you'll learn that very quickly. It's the most ch- brace- bracing, abrasive... Mm, something like that uh, part of every time I listen back and I'm editing um, these recordings it's always like oh my god my laugh is thunderous Um, but I genuinely find things funny so I want to share that Um, cool Uh, today's episode is really really awesome Um, totally different from the first two, which were already different from one another, so this whole thing is 
going swimmingly as far as I'm concerned. I've already learned a ton. Um, I have a nap or two in the can, uh, but I'm still planning on releasing these weekly. Um, so yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to jab, jibby jabby on anymore. Um, just want to introduce, um, my interview with Megan Brennan. She's been a friend of mine for a while. We talk a little bit about our, uh, origin story at the top of the podcast. Um, but yeah, just another fellow improviser and, uh, she has a brother um, who's mentally challenged so she decided to talk to me about uh, what that was like growing up, um, what his life is like now, um, and how that's affected her life and uh, how she kind of um, has a lot of first-hand experience um, with that topic which I think is awesome and fascinating and it stays uh, really funny And but there's some really like wow moments of just things that I never would have thought about um that are associated with it uh so it's it's really awesome um give it a listen uh I think that she has a really cool unique perspective on um the mentally challenged and that she uh I I absolutely positively love that she wanted to share that with me enjoy and we're in yeah that's <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Okay. Um, I'm here with today's guest, Megan Brennan. Hello. Um, Megan is uh, also on a one group mind team. Uh, yeah. Uh oh, Miyamoto. That's right. Um, I I guess that's how we first met. And through annoyance. And yeah, we were both taking classes at the annoyance yeah. at the same time. We had a couple of really delightful chance meetings. Like, outside the door. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how we really became friends, because we I just ended so up doing too. bits without knowing each other's names. Exactly. And then we, we became Eminem. <laughs> that's right, Eminem, the We're rappers. A rap group, Megan and Mary Beth, Eminem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that until I, I just started. I just like to share the origin story of me and the guest. Yours is probably the most complicated one so far. <laughs> yes. We have, such a, we have a complicated, sordid past. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we we knew each other before, uh-oh, but that was when it was like, oh, I know that girl, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, both have red hair. Yep. And uh, you're I'm MB, I'm MBS. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, There we go. And here we are, doing a podcast. Yep. The rest is history. Um, Megan, uh, do you want to introduce what you want to talk about today? Yeah, uh, I am going to be talking about my older brother, Patrick. Mm -hmm. Um, He is mentally challenged, and um, and I feel like I probably have a lot of experience in knowing what it's like growing up with that. Exactly, Um, which I think is super unique, which is one of the reasons why when you propose it as a topic, I was like, yes, let's absolutely do that. Right, because it was like interesting Mm because like it was pretty much I didn't realize that I was growing up in a different household yeah that's so cool that's definitely leads into I mean that's basically what my first question is is like what's the inception of this as like uh you know when did you realize that it was different like what I first realized it was different. Yeah, there's like a moment. I remember oh, cool. This. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I was maybe in third grade. Mm-hmm. I think I was like eight or nine, which and is probably much? an average. 
So Patrick is... So, okay, I'll just describe my family real quick. Sure. Tim and Janine, married 33 years, uh, had Patrick. He is three and a half years older than me. Okay. And then I have a younger sister who's three and a half years younger than me. Okay. Molly. Steps. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that's us. Mm -hmm. And, um... And so I think I was like eight or nine when I was at a cousin's birthday party. Okay. And Patrick came. So he was like 11. Yeah. So he was like 11 at the time. And, uh, and he, and like one of the girls, like one of like my f- cousins from her school's friends. Okay. Like made fun of him. Ooh, boy. And that's like when I realized, I'm like, this isn't, <laughs> I'm like, everybody knows Patrick in my life. You know, like yeah. it never really it didn't. factored that like other people might act different around And him. no one would ever treat him that way in in your family and and friends and everything. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. What, uh, do you think that changed how you saw him from that point forward? I think so. I think, um, I definitely treated him like an older brother up Mm -hmm. until that point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I definitely saw him as somebody who, annoyed me and like oh like, for sure right and like man i didn't even think about that like he would uh, like it's always like oh uh, and i used to like blame stuff on him all the time knowing he couldn't like so here and i'll describe his please so he uh was born a month early and um and i recently and the reason that i even like suggested this is mm-hmm. because i just realized like my whole life like he wasn't really ever diagnosed with anything oh wow so it was always like he shows signs of autism and mm-hmm. you know signs of this and that and like we had never really any diagnosed but like what happened is that his lungs collapsed when he was in the incubator like in the um incubator right mm-hmm. is that what it's called when he was after he was born yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. he was like, like premature i see you or those yeah, yeah yeah and so he um and his lungs collapsed and he lost a lot of oxygen to the brain oh so and that's what happened it wasn't even development before he was born he was just born too early yeah and, and then, then like his body was, like, was just like after he was born right interesting so he did have some from birth yes yeah. he was 28 days early but right. um yeah, so his, so he, uh, it's kind of like brain capacity of a two-year-old. Wow. And, um, and he can't speak, so that's like a physical At disability. All? Cannot speak. He like groans and moans, but he wow. can't make words. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and then kind of has a lazy eye and oh. he drools all the time. That's great. Constant drooling. God, this just makes me want to meet him. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. You would love him. You got to come to Cleveland though. I was going to say, he still lives in Ohio, right? He still lives in Ohio. lives with your parents? Lives in a home. Oh. Yeah. So he lives in like a house in another Cleveland suburb. He's 29. 29. Just turned 29 in February. Okay. And... Wait, I hope it's not 30. No, I just turned 26. Yeah, he's 29. Uh, that's, that was, I did the same math. Because I, yes, I thought you, had, I was pretty sure you had just turned 26. Yes. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, so that was what happened. So, no, he lives in a home um, with three other adults who are mentally challenged. Uh-huh. And then they have 24-hour nurses come through. So it's like a regular house. It's almost like those are his roommates. Cool. And then they have nurses. So it's not even like a, it's not like... It is assisted living, but it's not some kind of like big, mm, like impersonal mm-hmm. assisted living home. And he did live in one of those. Yeah, in his teenage years. That doesn't really surprise. Yeah, yeah, I guess it, that doesn't really like, surprise me. It was a good home, but it was like sad, clinical. That doesn't. Ugh, no, that sounds terrible. Like I said to go pick him up, and it was like 
all these kids. Oh my gosh, there was like one kid there. Did he stay there all the time? No, we would pick him up. Well, now that my parents are retired, we get him a lot. Okay. But he is so used to schedule, uh-huh. and um, and it's nice having the overnight nurse there uh-huh. in case if anything comes up sure. that we don't, that we haven't taken him home yet. Okay. For good. And I don't really know. I don't know. Maybe parents are thinking about it. I don't sure. know. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so he was there. So he's been there for like seven years now. At the home? At the home. That's yeah, great. Like, yeah. Even when he was like 21, 22. Seems like a much more desirable situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like an actual house uh-huh. and like, I don't know, a kitchen table and yeah. like a, a dining hall. Oh, yeah. 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 My, I mean, it's a different situation, but my grandmother has lived in assisted living for like three, four, wow, longer than that, like five years yeah. now. And yeah, I can't imagine being in that situation. Yeah. As a young person, you know, right, right, right. And I, I mean, obviously, it's a different oh, yeah. situation, but um, yeah. Uh, what? So he didn't. Did he go like go through school at all? Was there any? Yeah, he went to school. Um, I actually went with him for a little bit. Uh, he went to this school for like the developmentally challenged, mm-hmm. and um, I really I don't even know what the PC word is. I feel like I might be like offending. I, that was honestly like something I wanted to talk to you about because oh I was God. wondering if there you like if you even had terms that like offended you as someone who has a family member. N- uh, no, not really. Um, here's something that's really bad though. Okay. It's like the word retard. Mm-hmm. I don't like it in the negative sense, but right. I understand that it's kind of gotten in popular culture sure people say who don't really mean it yeah you know and but it's like bad like when somebody i don't like says it makes me like makes it a trigger instead of like a friend yes it's like ah they're a good person yeah (laughs) man god that is so that's so funny i'm glad you have enough of self-awareness to know like you you know they're a good person it's someone because it's just that we use the term so lightly i say we i try not to but i know i like i know i've said it it. yeah i know because i don't say it right um yeah of course you don't like (laughs) of course you know but like I understand that some people don't mean it, but like right. yeah, when somebody does and I don't like them, I'm like, and then they use the word retard. And like they're going it, to hell. You use it to fuel the fire. A little bit. Though, and yeah. I'm like, I'm being such like kind of an asshole right now. Right. Well, I mean, I, I can't I can't blame you at all. I like I can't remember the last time I said it, but I know I like I know I have. You know, right, oh, that's right. retarded. Yeah. You know? But like but it's just the way that I don't know, yeah. And think, a lot of my friends, I think, have definitely, like, stopped, especially, like, either around sure. me, so I don't sure. even, I don't think I even, like, know a lot of people who say it now. They probably, everyone probably congregates in another room and is like, oh, I wish Megan wasn't here so I could call things retarded. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Just kidding. No one does that. Oh, but. man. That's why I end up in rooms at parties alone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Where is everybody? You're in the living room while everyone else is in the kitchen. So retarded, Megan's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all, but I'm glad you have a good sense of humor about it. Yeah. At least to a certain point. There was a time, so we were on some, I don't know, mailing list. I don't know. Oh, some, gosh. like, list that would, like, we, like, probably donated money to, like, the Board of Health. Or, like, like mm-hmm. some sort of, like, um, research for mental health. And, uh-huh. uh, and um, we had ended up, 
like we were like there was like one year where they had like been changing the PC term oh, a lot and like yeah. it really upset it was my like dad mentally challenged, challenged. mentally disabled mm-hmm. yeah like, like all that. those things like mm-hmm. developmentally yeah, I don't know. It was like a bunch of like learning dirty... disabled. That's like that doesn't have as much to do. Yeah, that's not as like intense, right? Right. No, learning disability is like dyslexia. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah, less yeah. Mental. But I feel like people who fall under that umbrella, especially young kids, yeah, that's always so hard. Like in a because it. Like, if you're learning, I feel like that's why so many people who are learning disabled get more discouraged because kids just, like, don't know how to deal with it. And they're like, oh, you're an idiot. Like, right. Middle challenge. But it's like, no, that's much more severe. Like, right, when they're w- aware of it. Yeah. It's different, like, calling somebody like Patrick mm-hmm. to their face because Patrick is, like, so unaware He's of not, the world. He's not. Right. Um, that, like, uh, yeah, somebody like... It's like other a- people have to stick up for Patrick. Exactly. Whereas and, like, and I- there are people who... Perfect. Who are not nearly as uh, like they're aware that they're being made fun. Of. <laughs> right. Like right. that's that's the stuff that it's like, like makes me stop sad. making fun of me because I have dyslexia. Like exactly. this is a totally different thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Going back to that party, like sure. my cousin's third, uh, third birthday. grade birthday yeah, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. She actually ended up sticking up for him. Oh, and good. That's like because it was her friend who was making fun of him. Yeah. Right? And she came up because I was like crying. No. Oh God, I was such a little sad. <laughs> no, that's hard, man. But yeah, because I, I didn't know like how to react, so I just like cried and like I was like she was like, and I don't even think the girl like was making Mentic. fun of him. I think she was like that kid's weird. Something's oh, off. and I was like, no, he's not as my brother. <laughs> she couldn't even put her finger on it. Right, right, that, and yeah. so my cousin. Um, Katie Tarnowski. Uh, shout out, Katie. Shout out, Katie. Real cool second grade at the time. Um, <laughs> Where does she live? Uh, she lives in Cleveland. Holla. Holla. Yeah. Most of the family in Cleveland? Most of them. Okay. Some in Indianapolis. Cool. And then that's like direct to like aunts and uncles. Yeah. yeah. Word. Word. Uh, so she stood up for him. Yeah. And, like, and then she came and comforted me. <laughs> she was good. She was like eight and I was nine at the time. She had her, she had her she shit together. It. She handled it super well. Why better than I did? Well, it's your brother, man. That's that's yeah. really close to home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he went to school for a while. He went to school, and then I went to like um, a school that it was like in the same building, but mm-hmm. it was classes for siblings of oh, the mental health. Oh, challenge. cool! Yeah, so that's we were like great. we got dropped off. Like, we used to take a school... I think it was, like, only, like, one or two years. And I was pretty young. I think I was, like, five or six at the time. Because I still have memories of it, but they're faded. Very. Um, and we... I mean, we took, like, the special school bus. So we had this, like, crazy bus. netted, like, uh, like seatbelts. Like, to keep them all strapped in. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to uh, say it. Uh, there was no muzzle. Yeah, okay. Uh, I was gonna say it if you weren't. Uh, no. Megan mined a muzzle. There weren't muzzles. There, there were just really intense, intense seat belts. And that was a memory and um and so yeah, and so it was just like me and a bunch of other kids who had uh older siblings who were mentally challenged. Wow. Yeah. That is so all older siblings? I don't know. My one Mostly. friend that I met um had uh his name was Tony and he had an older sister. So Megan. Before before you started school or like in conjunction with kindergarten or something? Like, I, like remember it maybe like doing like it was like a summertime oh, okay. thing. Okay, cool, um, cool. Because I must have been in like 
first or kindergarten. Yeah, you or said first five or grade. six. Yeah, that would be kindergarten. So definitely grade. have memories of it. So it must have been like in the summertime. So I don't remember going there in the winter. It okay, being hot. So <laughs> that's I'll have to ask my mom. No, no, that's um, that's yeah. really cool. I, I would have no idea that that kind of thing existed, but it makes so much sense. Right, and I think they probably also had like maybe psychiatrists there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, like we used to have a psychiatrist. I think my parents got like nervous that my sister and I were, I don't know, getting messed up in the head or something, uh, or like they had. It was a weird. Uh, like older, you know, you right? Have someone to look up to, exactly in that kind of way, right? It was almost like like we're getting to the point where my younger sister was mentally older than her brother, who was mm-hmm. seven years older than her. Right. You know, so right. I think they brought somebody in, and we had to like draw houses and pictures of our family. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, yeah, we were definitely older. My sister was probably like four at the time, mm-hmm. but I guess everything checked out cause we didn't go to therapy. <laughs> so. How was, how is he, um, physically? Um, so besides the not speaking, he can walk, uh-huh. uh, he, honestly he can't hold still. Oh, uh, he wow. can't sit for like more than like, I think, I mean, outside of sleeping, I think the longest I've seen him sit down is like 10 minutes wow. like even in like car rides growing up like he like couldn't he, he was getting so antsy would you have to stop um, like how do you travel with him yeah because we used to like go to kentucky we used to do road trips i remember one time we were getting off the freeway and patrick was getting like so amped up that he um opened the car door as we were going like 45 miles an hour oh man i remember that because my dad got and like and he like i can't imagine like my brother was probably like 12 at the time mm-hmm. and he was like getting mad at him but he's like he can't he doesn't know he can't like learn yeah i mean like we can teach him some things but it's like there's definitely no way that yelling at him is gonna make him right yeah know, yeah yeah uh like teach him unlike me and my sister if you get yelled at it we would never hey, again. You, yeah yeah <laughs> right, one time around bad. yeah it's like patrick how could you <laughs> it's just like yeah. <laughs> wanted to get out of the car so I opened the door. Right. <laughs> Hi. This, this is an extremely logical thought process in my mind. Exactly. Yeah. No, uh, that's pretty. That was scary. And that I, is scary. I, I have that's a feeling really he scary. was like in the front seat and it was locked, but like he could still open it. Yeah. So we, from then on, like we always had like child lock on all the doors. It was so annoying. Like, Stephanie, uh, my roommate, yeah. uh, had a Toyota Avalon. Um, in college and one of the doors always like never came out of child lock one of the left <laughs> yeah. i think it was the left side door in the back seat and we always called it the princess door because oh, you couldn't open it from the inside so someone always had to let you out of it yeah um so you guys grew up with constant princess doors constant <laughs> except we were all butlers <laughs> patrick was the only princess oh um, princess patrick <laughs> prince pat Prince Pat. Prince um, Store. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you can um, physically, like, get around and everything. Mm-hmm. Just get, it's almost the opposite. He can get around too well. Too, he doesn't oh, want to sit. Oh, and, like, we didn't have... So we have, like, a big backyard. We live on, like, a corner. Um, our house was on the corner of the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't have a fence until we got a dog when I was, like, 15. Mm-hmm. So for Patrick's... Mis- like, his entire life, like, eight, the first 18 years, we didn't have a fence in our backyard, so, like, he would, like, leave, and he would go, oh, my God. I don't know why they never, like, like, I guess, like, the idea of, like, fencing him in is bad, but, like, he he would, like, wander into, like, our neighbor's houses. Oh, no. He, um, we had a neighbor who, um, 
lived uh like right behind us and she Patrick used to go into her backyard and like like he can't talk so mm-hmm. he would just go into her back um door and he would uh get he like loves loud noises and like things that make noise so vacuums were a big he was a big fan of vacuums Mag- magnet um what he was a magnets were a, wait vacuums were a magnet for him yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so he would get her vacuum out, and like she was like this like sweet old lady, and like he would be like sitting in her like living room, sn- like snuck into her house, sitting with in her living with her vacuum, and she find her go find her vacuum, and like she was like so sweet. She's like, "Oh, Patrick, you're always keeping me up. I'm being tidy, like really sweet." She's like, "All right," and she would just vacuum for him, like so sweet. And then, oh my god, she was like, "That is so heartwarming." I know it was like the sweet and like and like. And it was nice because that was like the only house he would kind of go to, yeah. and so he would like like well, when we couldn't when find him. My, when my you have that sort of um, welcoming <laughs> committee, yes, yeah. <laughs> like everybody else was like, "I'm gonna call what the, the f are you doing here?" Yeah, get yes. mad at my parents. What was her? What was the old lady's name? Do you? Remember? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I bet you my parents would know because yeah. she had to move out because she was too old, getting older, and then a young family moved in and. Oh, no. And he went into their house, and like I think they called the police on him, but they didn't know. I think right. like once they yeah, learned, yeah, but yeah. then it was yeah. Like I think he ended up like staying away. That's so away. tough. I feel like there's such a fine line between wanting, like wanting people to be aware of something like that, and not, not like going door to door and being like, hey, here's our son. He's been he might wander into your house. We, <laughs> like, my best friend growing up, Molly. Uh, we used to like go to stores and you like guys not... went to Loyola together. Too, yeah, right? yeah. So like, she lived like city. four houses down from me in yeah. Cleveland, middle school, high school, college, and we're like roommates. So right, right, right. lifelong friends. Uh, so she, we used to like take him to like stores. We one time went to like a Halloween store and like my dad and I just like completely like wandered away from Patrick. And I don't know like why we just like we always just like felt like oh, like he'll be fine. Like that was like our mentality. It's like he's yeah, fine. He's fine. And Molly was always like, why? Like we're like. Do you guys know where Patrick is? Like, yeah, he's in the store somewhere. <laughs> and she's like, why don't you guys keep an eye on him? That's so, but I, I think know. that's, I think that's just a sign of like, you guys, you know, learning and being comfortable with, uh, you know. Like, I, uh, yeah. And like, he was like older at the time. Like maybe when he was younger, when he used to throw a few more tantrums mm-hmm. and lash out a lot more, it was definitely more scary, quote mm-hmm. unquote, to uh, take him out. To you know, public like places like stores and mm-hmm. like um, like sporting events, like like mm-hmm. places with crowds and strangers. So, I was gonna ask about um, the thing that came to mind was like movies, like going to see movies. Because if you said he like can't even sit still, or oh something yeah, like that. no, I don't think we ever took him to a movie. Not yeah. that I'm, I mean, unless he was like really little. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, uh, yeah, no, he can't do that. Um, <laughs> Like, it's hard taking him to even, like, family parties. He gets, like, yeah. really excited mm-hmm. uh, really easily. So, like, he will... And, like, he, like, loves food and eating. Like, so, like, if there's, like, a buffet style at, like... Oh, like, our, that's gosh. our Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like, we... Like, we, like I don't know why my family just, like... Like, can we just keep all the food high up or, you know, like... Right. But it's... It, like, he could just... He'll just, like, put his hands in everything. In everything. And, uh And my mom... It stresses my mom out. <laughs> Like so, would you have to do stuff a lot where, um, you're? Well, I guess you said he was living 
in a home when he was in his teens. But maybe yeah. when you were younger, would you have to do things a lot where one of your parents would stay at home with Patrick and your other parent would go out with you and Molly? Or did you try to do things as a family and just not do things that Patrick couldn't do? Like, I guess what I'm asking is how did it affect... Like, it's like, like how's, like, our everyday or our family night? Because mm-hmm. we still have them, like, when I go home. Um, mm-hmm. No, we generally would, like, stick... To staying in the house, I guess. Um, like, we would have game nights. We mm-hmm. still have game nights. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom doesn't really like playing <laughs> games, so it would be me, my sister, my dad playing aggravation and, like, playing, like, eight rounds of it. Uh, like, that's not a 40. Uh, which one's aggravation? Aggravation is, like, it's kind of like sorry, but, like, a cheap, like, a knockoff version of sorry. Really? Yeah. I think I haven't played sorry. You just draw the card and it. It's like you roll a die. How many? And you are, have bases and you have to get all your little okay. marbles. It's the home sounds the same as sorry. It's but it's sorry has cards. You draw a card that has a number on it. Oh, oh, and then it's also like trouble. Then like where you bounce yep. the die. Yes. Yeah, it's like those. Okay. And uh, and so we would like play that, or like we would like sit and like watch a movie. Like, we always, like, watch Elf, like, the day after oh, Thanksgiving or something. Like, we, mm-hmm. um, so we'll sit and watch that, and then... I'm in love, and I'm, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. Exactly. That's one of my favorite lines from Elf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I said after I saw Star Trek Into Darkness, referring to Benedict Cumberbatch. I stood up in my chair in the movie theater, theater and yelled, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. I quoted Elf. To another movie. About Benedict Cumberbatch. Who's Just that guy? The thing about... Oh, he... Um, <laughs> I didn't watch any of them. <laughs> you haven't seen... Well, he's only in the newest Star Trek. He's in Sherlock, the BBC show. He plays Sherlock Holmes. Boy. He's very British, if you couldn't tell by his name. Benedict yes. Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. He's also in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. He has a kind of smaller role in that. Came okay. out like two years ago. Um... He's just he's just a great actor. He's just a great little British actor. Okay, I want to voice up um, Smog in the Hobbit films. That's the dragon. No, nope, don't know. <laughs> didn't see. Dra- <laughs> didn't see it. Just quoting his IMDb page. Oh my um, God. He's very popular in the UK, and everyone there, um, his fan club in the UK, calls themselves the Cumber Bitches. <laughs> and now you're one of them. Oh, I'm totally a Cumber Bitch. You're like the American. You should. Start an American one. I'm sure there's probably already some sort of faction of it. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, you're behind the times. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who this is. This is very off topic, and I apologize, but you gotta figure out. You should watch yeah. Sherlock. You have my Netflix info. Oh, <laughs> I Sherlock. just want to watch Say Yes to the Dress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Judge me. I'm not. I, I didn't say it. I didn't bring it up. You did. I know. Now I'm on here. <laughs> Um, yeah, now you've told everyone who it puts listens me to, to sleep. this. It makes me fall asleep. I fall asleep to usually Parks and Recreation or Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. I like watch old episodes. Me too. Yeah. That's why I choose, that's why I choose those. Yeah. Because I, because it's comforting, but I also know I will, won't pay as much attention to it or like if it's something I've already seen. The Office season one. Yeah. I could watch those six episodes. Mm-hmm. Makes me. I like the first three, like two or three episodes of season two. I think are some of the best episodes of any TV ever. I am trying to remember. Is that it's uh, Office Olympics and the Dundies? 
Dundee's is by yeah. I think it's Dundee's is the first episode, and Office Olympics is episode three of both of season two. Okay, yeah. Two of the best episodes of TV of all time. When I when I first it was I was at home for Christmas break, and my cousin had season one, and I watched those six episodes. Mm. I think every single day I like planned out three hours <laughs> just watch them for like two weeks straight. <laughs> Wait, when was this? Uh, this was my freshman year of college. Oh, okay. That was so, when you first discovered oh, the album. Five oh six. Gotcha. Okay. It probably I, came out this for some before. reason. I for for some reason I thought this was like last year. And I was like, what? <laughs> Did you? I'm sorry. No. Uh, That's how I'm feeling about Game of Thrones. Like, oh really? I, like, I need to Are start that. It? Oh no, I haven't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've seen the first four or five episodes. And maybe I just don't pay close enough attention to it, but I just can't get into it. And everyone's like, finish out the first season. You'll be obsessed with it. And I'm like, well, I'm like five in. People keep dying. Um, new people keep in- getting introduced that I don't know who they are. I don't know. I don't I'm going to try it. I'm not like, for fans of Game of Thrones, I'm not shitting on it. I just, I can't get into <laughs> it yet. Go watch Sherlock. That's a show. Okay. <laughs> My parents like that show Elementary. Oh, no. That's Lucy Lou. <laughs> that's Lucy Lou. That's something different. It's like a CSI. I believe my parents also watch that show. Is it on CBS? Probably. They should just rename CBS The Old People Network. Yeah, Sorry, Mom and Dad. Then... You'll probably listen to this. <laughs> I'm saying this to my mom, too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, that was way off topic, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I did it. It was my fault. Um, I started talking about, you, you mentioned Elf. Elf, I mentioned Elf. Um, to bring it back, uh, I think the thing that I would want to ask now is how do you feel like this experience, um, how do you feel like it affects you now? And not just in the literal sense, not in the sense of you like having a relationship with your family and your brother being a part of that. Yeah. And obviously you've lived in Chicago since you were here for school. Mm-hmm. So you haven't been in, in Cleveland full time in yeah. like uh, eight years or so. Right. Um, so I guess address, you can address both parts of that question. How do you think it like literally affects you? Um, and by how often you see your parents and your brother, Mm -hmm. um, and your sister for that matter. Um, and how you think it affects you in terms of like the ideals that you have, um, garnered from your relationship with your brother with that being a part of your life. Uh, how do you think that like affects the way, I I think we touched on this a little bit early on the way that you treat people and the way that it you see other people treating people and things like that. Right. Um, so I think something that affects me pretty day to day is, uh, first of all, the fact that we can't catch up on the phone. Yeah. Uh, that's something that is tough. Like mm-hmm. that's something like, I don't realize how lucky I am that like my sister's in Switzerland right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she, it's like, we talk, <laughs> We can still talk through, like, an app on our phone, right. you know, mm-hmm. like, daily. Right. And can... and I don't get to, like, talk to him or hang out with him, because that's the mm-hmm. only way that you can really mm-hmm. connect with Patrick. Mm-hmm. And so that's tough, like, going home, and I always, like, feel like 
like he'll like he loves giving hugs mm-hmm. so he'll like randomly give my mom and sister a hug Aww. and then I'm like and I'm like force it upon him I'm like arms out I'm like come on Pat it's, yeah. what was your favorite sister joking Aww. and then it's like he could go to Molly I'm like oh. um oh, so that's hard uh, and that's like something and then um it has definitely I don't I think like I learned a lot more from like my parents and the way that they treat because I think um I think I think people have a hard time. I really don't like saying how he's in a home a lot because I think people yeah. judge a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was kind of necessary. Of course, uh, he, you know, he had he's on so many medications, mm-hmm. and that's like really eye opening too. It's mm-hmm. like it's like he's probably been on medication since he was like, well, really since he was probably like an infant, Born, but like yeah. like so, like since he's an adult, like since he was eighteen. You mm-hmm. know, let's just say from then on, he's been on pretty intense medications um to stabilize weight to stabilize drooling to his mood swings he was like on like different medications mm-hmm. and like um and it would mess with his sleep cycles and they would put him on like a sleeping medication and like Jeez. so it just like like that's the kind of part that i don't like about it but mm-hmm. um it's kind of uh, in some ways, a necessary evil. Yeah, like about like what would happen if we took him off of everything. Right, <laughs> like right. he would go. Who knows? Yeah. So the reason we put him in a home is because he would wake up at three a.m. angry, like waking up my you know little sister to vacuum. Like mm-hmm. and he didn't like to vacuum. He wanted other people to. Oh. So it was like really affecting. You know, both my parents both worked full time. They had two younger daughters, of course, who were going to school. So like. I feel like I always want to explain that so that yeah. people can, like, understand that we just didn't put them away. It's not that... Yeah. <laughs> like, we pick yeah. them out every weekend, every holiday, and now that my parents are retired, he's, like, home all the time. All the time, uh, sure. Um, but he likes being at the other place, because that's now his oh. home. Yeah, it's his mm-hmm. house. Um, so... Well, that's good. Yeah. I think. I think it's great. And especially with, like, the new house that yeah. he's at, like... Like it wasn't like... with other people. Exactly. And, like... Is it, are the other people kind of, like, a varied... No, they're, like, much higher functioning. Oh, really? Yeah. He's yeah. the least functioning? Yeah. He responds much better to, like, authority. Like, like he the, the people who used to lash out on, like, if he ever, like, got upset and, like, went to, like, hit or bite somebody, it would always be somebody younger than him. Uh, not, and this is, like, somebody in the home, like, somebody who's, like, mentally farther below him. Mm-hmm. And so, and he's, like, totally fine with people who are older than him, who are Interesting. more stupid like more with it, I guess, mm-hmm. um, on a higher spectrum than him. So, so he's with like three, uh, Sonia, Robert, and, oh no, I'm going to uh, forget the third one. Sonia and Shelly. 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 Oh, oh man. Thank goodness. Thank God my mom would have been so mad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Janine. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, for you. And so, and then what was the other question? Oh, just, uh, so you answered the literal relationship that it, you know, oh, and it, like, the aspect like of an ideal. your life. Yeah, so the like, ideals and the way that you think it affects the way you carry out your life with other people. I to, like for, to As think... background, sorry to interrupt you, but as yeah. background, I've asked this question about things that aren't as, uh, you know, like I just asked Matt this question on the last episode about action figures and about like... The way okay, that, you know, yeah. and with Whitney, her episode was about the 80s. So, like, okay. it's like, what kinds of ideals does she think that she takes from her love of the 80s? Got it, and like got with, it. And what kind of ideals and things 
and Matt had a great answer. Uh, he was like, you know, it's like a childlike wonder and a, the like obsessive it. nature of me collecting things is also how I approach a lot of other things in my life. Like, um, uh, yeah. he read a bunch of TV scripts obsessively uh, because he w- realized he wanted to be a TV writer, so he like started. So and okay. yeah, so if that helps you formulate an answer to yeah. this relatively obtuse question. Right, right, right. Then, then because, like, I guess, like, I don't know. I guess I, it's like um, Patrick is always like really uh, like he will like laugh for no reason. Like he Aww. will look at the ceiling, at, like the corner of a ceiling, and just start laughing. Oh man! Or like, and he, like it's so funny because like you know he's like really with it, and I like we <laughs> we all have like. I don't know if this is, like, funny or weird, but, uh, um, like, we all are like, what if Patrick's been faking it this whole time? Like, and, like, and my mom will come down, and, like, and she's like, I had dreams that Patrick talked last Aww. night. And, like, um, and every time, every time I'm on the phone with her and Pat's home, she's always, like, she's, like, she puts, she's like, here, I'll put him up to the phone for you. I'm like, hi, Pat. <laughs> and, and then she comes back, she's like, he smiled. <laughs> like, every time, I'm like, I don't know if that's he true smiled. anymore. But I think, uh, I love the idea of, like, he still, like, laughs and smiles, and he is in this, like, completely different world than mm-hmm. me and um, than everybody around him, and uh, it keeps you much more, like, aware of, like, money isn't important, uh, mm-hmm. and, um, and that keeps me sane with student loans being <laughs> way Word. over my head, I'm swimming in them, and so... Uh, and, you know, working as a nanny and, like, not making any money. So, like, I don't know. I, like, always try to keep in mind that, like, a lot of families have it much harder. And and a lot of people have it, like, I'm severely lucky for me having able to communicate how mm-hmm. I feel. Uh, able to have a job where I can make money and I'm, mm-hmm. like, able-minded. Mm-hmm. And, and yet it's still, like, and it's, like, you should be happy because you can sometimes see people like Patrick... Who are way happier yeah. than people who are able to do things. Yeah, that's like, an incredible answer. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm glad you brought up um, his joy and like his yeah. laughter and and his smiling and everything because I was I meant to ask you or at least mention. Um, oh yeah, because like he yeah, I didn't mean to like speak so much more like clinically about it, but yeah, no, no, I, no, 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 I. No, I I, that wasn't. That We're never apologizing I, to each other. No, that wasn't what I was going for at all. I'm glad you right. spoke relatively clinically about it because I think it was informational uh, or yeah. informative. <laughs> I don't think ever informational word informative. or not. I don't I know. Um, but the reason I'm glad you mentioned his laughter is because you you know you're an improviser. You do comedy. Like obviously that came oh, God, from yeah. somewhere. You know. I'm oh, not yeah. saying you're. I'm not saying your. You know, story is. Well, my brother's mentally challenged, so I had to be, you know, oh, comedic yeah, relief. So fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying no, that no, no, at no. all. And I think that's also partly due to like my my parents both having a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of what made them stick, you know, like stick together. Like mm-hmm. I think they understood. Uh, my mom went. She became pretty religious, uh, like when I was like about five. And I don't know if like it necessarily has to do with that, but like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to be like, you know, like 
things happen to people, mm-hmm. like whether it's God's plan or the universe or, you know, science or <laughs> religion. Chance or, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like things happen, you just have to have like a, you know, like this is what life gave you mm-hmm. and like fucking deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and like Patrick is like, I mean, he does, he's like really funny. I don't know. Like he, so he does make these like noises and like grunts and like he'll do it like during an Indians game or like something oh, like man. my dad's watching uh-huh. or like during Thanksgiving when we're all watching football, uh-huh. like he'll come and like knock on the TV and just stand or just like stand in front of it. <laughs> like all my uncles are like, Patrick, you're a piece of shit. Like sit down. And he's just standing there like holding a napkin, like uh-huh. looking around. <laughs> and like, um, uh-huh. like he'll like go stand by a window and like start knocking on it. Like, uh-huh. look, but not looking through the window. I've, t- I've done this for a lot of people, but he'll just be like, She's looking away. I'm just looking away, like staring at nothing. And we're all like, and like after like 10 minutes, so like we're all like, okay, that's enough. All right. Oh, um, I love it. That's so great. I, and, I oh, love yeah. that. Um, uh, I was making myself a note. Yeah, um, you're fine. But uh, that's, that's awesome. I'm so, this has been so awesome. Uh, we should wrap up. I'm trying to keep these under, uh, between 30 and 45 minutes. Max okay. went a little over if yours does too, that's fine. But okay. I just wanted to express that because yeah. um, I didn't think that I had. Um, this is an incredible. I'm so glad that you wanted to talk about this because yeah. I think it's a super unique perspective. Um, and that's like the whole point is coming at, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I liked the way I grew up. I think um, I probably would have been extremely spoiled and bratty. If you had it, <laughs> I, had it. I grew great. up in a really nice, like my parents are both really happy. Uh-huh. They're happy together. They're married. I had a good education. Uh-huh. I mean, like, I think I would have been like, it kept you grounded <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Me and my sister. I think cool. I would have been. That's really cool. What a, yeah, that's awesome. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am so happy right now with how everything went oh. and i would love to meet patrick at some point oh my god come to cleveland love to come to cleveland go chandler goodman shout out has been trying to get me to come to cleveland he wants like all of squall to go to cleveland everybody come because there's like the big little comedy festival mm-hmm. i think it's called yeah so i think we're gonna submit for big little comedy festival and try to go to cleveland go to I will Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> I've never been, so let's oh, go. I have. <laughs> you haven't. Well, it was always there. I feel like maybe it's like okay, it was always there. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, why would I ever? Pay? I'm not gonna pay twenty five dollars <laughs> to go to a thing that's in your hometown, like that my parents worked a block from. You know, <laughs> now they're retired, so now we have to go downtown. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh man, I, don't know. I can't. But you've been to Indians games, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I've been yeah. to an Indians. They still have, like, $5 games. That's I've been so to fun. an Indians game as well. Whoa. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Cleveland Browns has the dog pound, and I went to high school with his twin daughters. The dog pound? The dog pound, and then there's a guy. Yeah, there's, like, a dog pound. I don't know where people... And then there's the head guy who's, like, big dog. I think that's his What is the dog pound? Is it like it's like the fan. It's like the Browns fan section. Okay. I'm in the dog I was pound. like, I I'm don't sorry. know what that means. I hope only Clevelanders listen to it. It's not your fault. No, I, I just didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then 
the head guy of there. Uh huh. The guy big who dog, leads red the, dog, big dog. The guy who leads the dog pound. Yeah, his twin daughters went to my high school. Okay, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Were you guys the same age? Um, yeah, yeah. My we're dad the same played age. baseball with Hank Aaron's son. Who else do we? Ca- I once <laughs> ran into Drew Carey at an Indians game. <laughs> Who else do we? Ca- uh, my cousin goes to UGA, uh, and she like had a friend who had a class with Aaron. Aaron Murray. He was the quarterback um, for UGA. Child Boff. <laughs> and I have the same birthday. And to, to bring it back around, he played a mentally challenged person uh, in True Confessions. I was going to ask what the name of that was. True Confessions. How did you feel about True Confessions? Oh, my mom made me watch it because she's like, this is how you... Watch this. You should write your... Yeah, sure. You girls should start a journal to me and Molly. Because it was True. T-R-U. T-R-U. That was her name. Confessions. I remember seeing I the like, promos it. and previews. I mean, I watched it. Yeah. And where I think his watched. like most common line was just like he would just yell true at her. Like when Shia oh, yeah. LaBeouf, he would just be like, true, true, true. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick couldn't have talked to me and I have that. I feel like I could continue to do this for a long time and I want to, but we're, yes. at, we're at the 43 minute mark. Oh boy. So... The way that I... Thank you for doing this. Yes. It was great. This was fun. Um, you addressed everything super well, and I think people are going to really enjoy this. I hope so. The way that I sign off uh, my podcast is that I say to my guest that I love you, and I mean that. Oh, can I say it back? Yeah, you can. I love you, and I mean that. Not just because you said it. Oh, <laughs> You're the first person to say it back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Flaming red, flaming red, flaming red.